let the incriminating words be spoken, she would have gently informed the woman that she was Jewish herself. But she had tired of that party game. Embarrassing the prejudices of your countrymen was never quite as gratifying as you thought it would be. The countrymen somehow never embarrassed enough. It was safer, on the whole, to enjoy your moral victory in silence and leave the bastards guessing. Audrey halted now at the sound of someone calling her name. Several yards to her left, a stout, red-haired youth was standing between two taller men in an unwitting turret formation. This was Martin Sedge, her date for the evening. He was waving and beckoning, making little smoky swirls in the air with a cigarette. Audrey, come over here! Audrey had met Martin three months before at a conference at the Socialist Labor League in Red Lion Square. Despite being one year her junior, he was much more knowledgeable about political theory, much more experienced as an activist than she was, and this inequality had given their friendship a rather pedagogical cast. They had been out together four times, always to the same rather grimy pub around the corner from where Audrey worked, and on each of these occasions, their conversation had swiftly lapsed into tutorial mode with Audrey sipping demurely at her shandy or nibbling at a pickled egg while Martin sank pints of beer and pontificated. She did not mind being talked at by Martin. She was keen to improve herself. On the flyleaf of the diary she was keeping that year, she had inscribed Socrates' words, I know nothing except the fact of my ignorance. There was a girlish renunciatory streak in her that positively relished Martin's dullness. What better proof could there be of her serious-mindedness, her rejection of the trivial, than her willingness to spend the spring evenings in a saloon bar absorbing a young man's dour thoughts on the Fourth International? Tonight, however, Martin seemed at pains to cast off his austere instructor's persona. In deference to the weather and to the festive nature of the occasion, he had foregone his pilled Shetland sweater in favor of a short-sleeved shirt that revealed his pink, ginger-glazed forearms. Earlier in the evening, when he had met Audrey at the Warren Street tube station, he had kissed her on the cheek, a gesture never hazarded before in the short history of their acquaintance. Audrey, he bellowed now as she approached, meet my mates, Jack, Pete, this is Audrey. Audrey smiled and shook Jack and Pete's wet hands. Up close, the three men were a small anthology of body odors. You out of a drink, Martin asked. Give me a glass and I'll get you another. It's bedlam in that kitchen. Left alone with Audrey, Jack and Pete fixed her with frankly assessing gazes. Audrey glanced away shyly. Some of the more daring girls in the room had removed their stockings, she noticed. She could see their poultry white legs flashing into and out of the party's undergrowth like torchlight in a forest. So, Jack said, you're Audrey. We've heard a lot about you. Vice versa, Audrey said. Sorry, Pete leaned forward. Audrey paused, wondering if she had used the phrase correctly. I've heard a lot about you, too, she said. Pete lifted his chin and slowly lowered it, as if a great mystery had now been solved. "'Bloody hot, isn't it?' "'Yes, Audrey was wondering how to proceed with the exchange when a bearded man appeared behind Jack and Pete and planted his meaty hands on their shoulders. "'You made it,' he cried. "'How are you two old bastards? You having a good time?' "'Tom!' 
Jack and Pete cried in unison. Their host, Tom McBride, was a postgraduate student at the LSE, notorious for his rabble-rousing activities in the student union and for the inordinate length of time he had been working on his doctoral thesis. Martin had spoken of him in worshipful tones, but Audrey, examining him at close quarters for the first time, felt an instinctive hostility. He was cocky, she thought, and there was something upsettingly pubic about his beard. "'Sorry, love,' he said, glancing at her incuriously. "'I don't know your name.' "'Audrey Howard,' she replied. "'I'm a friend of Martin Sedges.' "'Friend of? Oh, Martin. Glad to have you, Audrey.' He turned back to Jack and Pete. "'Now, you two, I want you to meet someone.' He pointed to a man standing behind him. It was the man Audrey had been watching, the American. "'Joel!' Tom cried. "'Meet Jack and Pete.'